Doctor? What doctor? Doctor who? Doctor who, did you say? Eh? Doctor who? What are you talking about? Or do you really know what you're talking about? Merry Christmas, Ian. Mer- well, is it Merry Christmas or Happy New Year? Because wasn't this one the New Year's one? No, no, this, this went out Christmas Day. Oh, right. Yeah, when actually... did we get the Titanic one? Oh, I don't know. Because this, cause you had the Titanic one, then Time Crash, and then this immediately after Time Crash, wasn't it? Was it? I thought I thought we had two this year. I might be completely wrong. I thought this the year that this aired, we had a Christmas Day and a New Year's Day. Okay. I might uh, be wrong. I might be wrong. I mean, I don't remember the story at all. Um, so I, 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 I won't remember, um, uh, you know, dates and transmissions no. or anything <laughs> like that, you know. Um, I'm just typing it in now. Let's have a look. Yeah. I, I'm sure I saw... Uh, there we are. It's a special episode of the long-running British... Da-da-da-da-da. Um, broadcast on 25th of December. Oh, right. oh, okay, so it was. So when was the... Perhaps I'm thinking of the year before, then. It says it was produced as the Doctor Who Christmas special for 2006, broadcast on 25th of December, and aired between the second and third series of the relaunched show. Oh, okay. I, I right. stand corrected. All right. So, well, happy I only know that. Yeah, happy <coughs> Christmas, happy Christmas. Um, even though we've just been saying we are both liquidising... <sighs> As as, so as, warm, as as we podcast it, yeah, and this laptop chucks out a bit of heat as well, so that's going to warm me up even more. We're suffering for our listener today, aren't we? We are. I hope uh, I hope it's appreciated. Yes. Yeah. All right. So uh, the Runaway Bride. The Runaway Bride. I just googled it and come up with a film with um, Julia Roberts in. Oh Sounds yeah, that's a, yeah. No, that's awful. Yeah. Um, but was this awful? Let's find out, shall we? Um, well, what, you, do you remember it? Because did you no, watch it when it was absolutely? When it was I, new, I, when it was well, live. there is one scene, and I'll, I'll I'll mention it when we get to it. There's when it all came horribly flooding back, right? Yeah. But like I said last week, I I chose uh, the Ragnos or the Empress, yeah. uh, the, the Empress of the Ragnos, uh, because visually I thought she was very interesting, right? And yeah. I still think visually she's very interesting, but oh good lord. Um, well, I don't I, remember I, anything yeah. about this story, and Do I don't know. remember anything about her. Well, I, I remember this one quite well. Um, I've not seen it since it was broadcast, other than watching it the other night for this. But I remember it quite well. Um, and I, I'm so, I, I remember it for different... Because I remember the Ragnos being a bit embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I loved um, Catherine Tate as Donna. So it'll be interesting to see whether anything's changed watching it with fresh eyes. No, all right. Well, my abiding memory... I'm steaming up here. My glasses just fogged up. <laughs> what, oh, thinking about Catherine Tate? Catherine Tate, eh? Or uh, the Rac- Empress of Reckonus. Oh, blimey. No, I mean, my, my <coughs> abiding memory of this era, um, you know, it's just every week or every yeah. series, as we went through, I was more and more disillusioned by it. And by this point, by the time, you know, Rose had gone, I, yeah. I, I was... 
fed up completely with the whole, you know, her, everything's about her family, everything's about yeah. her, all the whole soap opera thing and everything. And I think when this came along, you know, oh, thank God she's gone. But yeah, no, we'll talk about it at each point, okay? Yes. But yeah, uh, but I, I, I agree with you. By this point in the program, I was, I was pretty pretty done with rose and rose storyline it's like okay move on move on move on they're not and letting then, you forget it in this story no, no. though are and they, they? And oh, and i seem grief. to remember a lot a lot of the martha because the next season obviously martha became the companion and i got i i seem to remember a lot of instances where he would mention rose and i was like oh, oh. Mm-hmm. it's a bit it's a bit it's a bit weird now watching it back isn't it it's because even if we take the actors ages it's still a bit you know, or the characters' age, you know, you see, it's still a bit weird. If even if at David Tennant's age, to be mm. fantasizing about a very young teenage, it's yeah, just no. weird. It's just yeah. it's it, it's not for me any of this. No. Or the whole thing, <laughs> you know, about you know how you know the companions are in love with the Doctor. No, it just yeah. oh no 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 no. And I know they, I know love is blind, and you you don't choose who you fall in love with, and that. But you're telling me that uh, all the companions the Doctor's travelled with in all his time, and all the off-screen adventures, and the, the stuff we didn't know about, and blah blah blah, blah that that a little blonde chav from an industrial estate uh, council estate is the one mm. that he goes it's, it's going very to... strange it is it is and as i say i mean you know also a thing we've i think we've mentioned a bit before when you look back now on shows i mean when yes. we're watching it and we don't know what's going to be on next week or the week after that or where the show is heading you know it gets you very down it gets you very depressed but yes. now looking back on it you know how the story all plays out you yeah, know it's not as important is it because you know no. there's you know there's stuff to come afterwards yes and we said this about season four blake yes. seven didn't we at we did, the yeah. time it's like oh no and you just stick with it hoping it will go back to its former yeah. glory um and you just become more and more down and i and with you know this era of doctor who that's exactly how i was and so yeah. i don't remember watching this on christmas day i watched it on christmas day robot forms are not necessary my children may feast on martin flesh oh but i'm not from mars then where my home planet is far away and long since gone. But his name lives on. Gallifrey. I warned you. You did this. No! No! Don't! You know, the way it starts, you know, it looks like bloody Hollyoaks, this wedding in Chiswick. Um, it, it's, it's a soap opera, isn't it? And it's like, yeah. this, is a, <clears throat> this is a science fiction show. You know? Well, this was, this was the bit, at, at the time when it was aired, this was the bit that, that sort of annoyed me. It's the fact that, I mean, the, the Christmas specials hadn't been ruined and rubbish at this point. Because they rapid the Christmas specials rapidly for me become the worst of Doctor Who. It's mm. it's they're just not good. But we we'd had a couple of good ones, <clears throat> and then we got this one. And I was all prepared for okay, we've done the road like you. We've done the rose bit. Let's get away from this estate in London. Yeah. Let's let's get some alien stuff. Let's get oh oh we're here on an estate yeah. in London. Yeah. 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 And the fact that at one at one point. It, in one scene when they're up on the roof and he goes, well, look, you can see Rose's estate. It's like, oh, God, we haven't even 
moved out of eyesight of it. No, 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 no. And as I say, it looks like Hollyoaks. If you didn't know this was Doctor it Who, does, this yeah. could be any, you know, British well, it, The soap. way it's filmed as well, isn't it? That's it's what like, I mean. It's filmed, it looks, yeah, it's filmed in a very soapy way. Point the, the camera. The actors in it as well. Every actor yep. in this could be in a blooming soap as well, yep. you know. Um, and there, that, there she is, Catherine Tate. She's walking down the aisle um, and she turns into a gold mist and arrives in the TARDIS. And we have lots yep. of uh, um, her demanding what's going on. And this is all right. Well, I was quite well, surprised yeah. by this. Um, she's well, we all right first, to begin with. At first we get a com- the comedy, no, no, what, what, what yeah. thing. And it, that goes on a beat too much for me. And then we get the, the titles and then we go back. But I, <clears throat> I, I mean, I, I, I like Catherine Tate. I know you're not a fan of her comedy stuff, but I liked her run as Donna. I, I thought it was refreshing after the fawn in Rose. I thought Donna was refreshing. The fact that she, uh, she comes to respect the Doctor, but at the beginning, certainly, it's almost... She sees straight through him that he's a complete idiot, basically. Mm. She's got no respect, really, for him. Certainly, I mean, the, the big thing for me was she doesn't instantly fall in love with him. She doesn't instantly see that he's the most important person in the universe. Um, it's it's almost like they were trying to get away from the idolization of the Doctor, which I think mm. was a really good move. Um, yes. But it doesn't take them long to go back to it, unfortunately. But I, no, I think no, these and, but as I, s- I think she's, she shows her comedy chops. Well, before that bit you said about the what, what, what bit, you know, where she's like, what's going yeah. on? It's my wedding day, blah, blah, blah. And I, I just remember Donna as being the gobby chav, right? That's yeah. how I always think of her, the gobby chav. And the reason I don't like Donna is in my life... I have known so many women like this, right? These are strong-willed, opinionated women with always with a sarky comment to put you down. I've I've been on the end of their tongues many a time, so to speak. And, you know, it's just like, and I don't want reminding of that in my Doctor Who, you know? Yeah, I I was torn at the time as to, I didn't, because I, they were they were saying that this was going to be a one-off companion and it's like okay and I, I was torn at the time like you I thought is this character right for Doctor Who um, but but it were it, Catherine Tate won me over I think she and I like the fact that Donna at first glance Donna is the mouthy waste of space and mm. they do I mean they mention this in dialogue don't they where, where her fiance sort of says you know, the highlight of your week is watching telly or if you get excited by a new yeah. flavour of Pringles and yes. things like this. Uh, yeah. And you can see it. And even in this, they sort of, you can see that there's more to Donna. And especially later, as we go through her season um, and toward, especially her, her departure from the show, I thought was one of the best and saddest departures for a companion ever. Um, you can see that she's much, she's, she's an intelligent person trapped in poverty in, a British life, and mm-hmm. it's so heartbreaking because I, I, I sort of see, like you say, like you said, I see this all the time. I think we we're probably part of this. It's there's, it's a very British thing that that you set your sights very low, mm. and this I think this is what it is with Donna. But yeah, it I think it's a it's a clever it's a clever scripted 
Uh, I mean, it's witty as well, but it's clever script in this. It's not just the the mouthy, you know, like Tegan the mouth on legs sort of thing. Although Tegan had, you know, had other facets to her character. But um, you, you can, I can see, while this is on, I can see a lot of Doctor Who fans going, actually, I'm just going to switch off and go back to the Christmas pudding. Well, that, I think that was me. I mean, at yeah. the moment, this isn't too bad, you know, because, yeah. you know, um, you know, the Doctor's stunned that she should be there and she's all in, indignant. He opens up the TARDIS door to actually, you know, uh, to show her, you know, that something <laughs> proper is up. I don't like David Tennant when he's all fast-talking, bulging eyes and everything. Yeah. He's much more, more my sort of Doctor when he's much more restrained. I don't like the show-off. No, I, I I think he's best in his quiet moments. Yes. He um he he always remind he always makes me think of like your your idea of what the fifth doctor was, which is breathless. Yes. And he does a lot of these this breathless acting. It's very quick, very not you know, not breathing, getting it out, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, it's Well I yeah, when he when he's when Tenet's good he's really good, but he's not the most consistent of no, of no performances i don't think not in and this he, anyway yeah. he can do it because oh, you, yeah, you know yeah. he he quines down when when yeah. you know there's mention of rose because there's that t-shirt yeah. or something there isn't there you well, know yeah, in the and she says uh, yeah who else have you kidnapped sort of thing and yeah and he gets a little sad look on his face yeah but i really i'd want to slap him at that point so i'll get over it yeah yeah and and but it it's shoehorned in and it and it's all the way through this story isn't it yes. you know Good grief! Well, um, for the ne- for the next season or so, Rose Rose's spirit absolutely hovers over the show, doesn't it? And it well, we've got that to look yeah. forward to, haven't we? We really have. Um, but we go back to to, to this crap soap opera, you know, yep. back in Chiswick. Yeah, I mean, straight, straight back I, into the comedy, and I'm doing air quotes here. I've I've written. Who cares? What yep. what what on earth has this got to do with the plot? Yep. You and know? you're absolutely right. This is populated by sitcom people. Yes. So, like, her mum is a sitcom actress. Um, her fiancé is a sitcom actor. Um, they're, not, they're not at all believable as people. No, you're, this you're isn't expecting drama the laugh at all. track, aren't you? You're expecting the vicar to come in and then go, oh. Yeah, well, it's not... It's not good. Well, you you say laugh track. The comedy music all the oh, way through God, this is yeah. deeply irritating. It so, really is. Yeah. So um, I put I put this one on, and Anne, Anne says, "Oh, I, I'll, I'll sit and watch this one." She goes, I, "I don't remember this one." So she started, and the first thing Anne picked up, she goes, "Why is it, was the music always like this?" Mm. And it's like, not, I don't think it's normally this this intrusive and then it starts like you say it starts with the comedy music and it's we and just looks at me and it's like is, is this a new a new person doing the music on this because this is awful and I, it, I don't know who did the music on this but uh, perhaps I, I don't it. know I don't want to know oh, look, is there, in, on this there's music what does it say about the music Bring, come uh, back Dudley that's what oh, I say so it says Merry Xmas Everybody by Slade appears again Oh, it was Murray Gold. Was it? Yeah, geez. He was having an off day, I think. Yeah. Um, Must have been. Because all the while we got this comedy music, it's the uh, it's the in and out, isn't it? Where yes. she realises, you know, it's bigger on the inside, yeah. you know. Which is a, quite a nice... If you take the music off, listen to it with the music down, it's actually quite a nice scene. Because mm. a, we don't get a lot of of people that don't quite believe it. And a lot because we're in the 45 minute format, normally you've got to get round that quickly. People accept stuff in new who 
that would have taken them an episode or so to mm. get over in Classico. But I quite like this that, and they do the walking round, which is very similar to Roy Castle in um, yes, in the film Peter Cushion film, uh, except that had better music. <laughs> Yeah, Barry Gray, oh, come back. Yeah. Oh, oh, can you imagine um, if it had this music oh, in it? Perhaps, it perhaps, yeah, it, perhaps this. Perhaps we need to do like uh, a little video clip of um, swapping the music over and oh. see if it fits. Uh, no, it wouldn't. Oh, no. good lord, good lord. <laughs> no, I can't see it. Yeah, and and this is the start of Gobby Donna. You know, yes. um, this is where the problem starts with me with Donna. Um, but I, I was very surprised in this story. She can be restrained when yeah. she wants to be and, and, and she's actually quite good Catherine Tate I don't remember her ever being good um, but uh, the doctor goes off to get money doesn't he from a cash machine yeah. um, well there's, a, there's a quite a nice scene and I, I quite like this this is almost this is the doctor as he would appear in real life isn't it so so we always get the doctor appear goes somewhere instantly accepted into the situation instantly has access to everything they need they never having to worry about how do you get across town it's right. always everything's warning and this is almost to me feels like they're going for a what what if the doctor was in real life and so no one believes him everyone thinks he's a gobby idiot they get into the taxi and then it's like uh, have you got any money no i don't carry money and they're kicked out mm. so it's very yeah i i, I think they were aiming for this i hope so otherwise i mean it'd be a happy accident if not but i get the feeling this is like this is the doctor if he existed in reality how he would be perceived yeah that's one thing but yet again another problem that i don't i i I don't like um you know with new who is the tardis will just arrive anywhere and absolutely no bugger turns around and goes what the bloody hell is that this is 2006 2007 london and nobody goes what's that big blue box you know yeah although there, there is a, a police box in london still isn't there now so yeah there's one what they should do is come back and there's loads of doctor who fans taking photos around it also this is broad daylight yes. on christmas eve yeah. in a busy part of london and nobody notices it arrive no either and i i have to say as well the idea that this is christmas only exists in the script, doesn't it? Yeah. Because yeah. it looks lovely and sunny. Everyone's wearing. I think it was June. June they filmed yeah. it in in um, a very it, hot June. It doesn't have because we were watching it and and then they mentioned Christmas and then goes, is this meant to be set at Christmas? It's like I I, I don't think so. Is it? And then they say it's Christmas. Like yeah, they're convincing no one. No, no, no. Not Why even though yeah. uh, not not even those Santas, the Santa oh. band that <laughs> next arrives. Um, trying to do an Auton sort of threat thing, yes. aren't they? And uh, yeah, they, it doesn't quite work, does it? This no, as, as a scary thing. They're not scary, even when no. when we lose the faces and we have the robot face. Yeah. I, um, no. But what what annoys me with this as well is um, again a touch of the the hypocrites with the Doctor. So so they're coming towards him, and he sees that their trombones are guns. So he then uses innocent people as a shield yes because yeah, how does he know machine, they're not yeah. just going to open fire anyway yep 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 yeah it's a bit i, I saw that i thought it's i know it's been done as a comedy scene but mm, it's also do you, i don't know whether you remember but just after this uh bbc who shop started selling these fake notes fake notes as yes. collectibles so you, you again you have to start thinking hmm was this done so that they could wrap him in person? No, 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 no. I've, I, I've got the real reason for it. There yeah. is a reason for oh, it, right. but uh, and it's not that. But yeah, I mean, he does that, and and Donna's driven away in a taxi. Yeah. 
she doesn't seem to wonder why the taxi driver's dressed as as Father Christmas, but you know it's Christmas. It's Christmas. Eve. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And he he chases after her, and we have the crap, crap, crap controls of the TARDIS. I hate all these yeah. pumps and bells and things like that and he's even got a special mallet on a chain for hitting it yeah. to make it work this is bollocks it's really rubbish it's it's yeah i don't like this it's like this is meant to be the most sophisticated machine you've seen and it's treated like an old stove isn't it it's it's rubbish this hitting things with a mallet to do it i mean it also he ties he ties the string because he has to lean out the door and use the string to control the target. So, so that entire flight, which we get, which I, that was one of the things I object to on the first watching it, that you get all this chasing of the taxi flying, and he's controlling it with one bit of string. What, what's that control doing? Because it's literally a lever, isn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah. So what is it doing? It's, it's nonsense, it really is. I well, remember seeing this and thinking... This was almost the point that I gave up on this episode the first yeah. time around because, because again, it's like this idea that where to go? It's a time and space machine. Yeah, it can move, but it's not meant to fly like a bloody spaceship. It's not an aircraft. Yeah, um, exactly. This scene is the one. As soon as it started, and it's like, uh oh, I remember this now, yeah. and it all came flooding back to me, and just yeah, just sat there, <coughs> you know, fourteen years ago on Christmas yes. Day, going, this oh, is just yeah. stupid. The TARDIS flying like an aircraft, chasing down the motorway after that taxi with the doctor hanging out. And then to make it even worse, you've got the two children in the car in front watching and then cheering when he saves Donna and off it goes, you know. What's stupid is, and I know, you know, it's not got the budget of a Hollywood film or anything like that, even though it looks okay, is the fact that no one, no other car other than the one with the kids in, reacts to this. No. No one, no. No one slows down or speeds up or crashes. Well, or, they're just well, driving in a nice, orderly fashion. Also, when Donna is screaming help out the yeah. back window, you think one person would go, she's been abducted, I'm going to speed up and try and well, you know I, intervene. I think it's probably realistic that people will think, oh, it's some drunk She's drunk. Cow, yeah. <laughs> a gobby cow. Now, she's all right. She's not a gobby cow. When they're up on the no, roof, no, when really they've been saved and they're up on the roof, you know, she's all right. And, and again, it's like, no, everything's all okay, Eric. Everything's all right. There's a reference to the Christmas before, yes. and the doctor says, doesn't Donna remember a big spaceship hovering over the city? Yeah. And it's this thing that we're going to keep coming across where past events in London are just forgotten. Yeah, I think the the original series handled it better. That it it almost treated every single story as a complete reboot, didn't it? That mm. you you didn't. I mean, occasionally they'll mention like Sylvester McCoy did about the Yetis in the underground and that. But with modern Who, it, yeah, it <coughs> it's almost like don't mention it or come up with a better explanation. Mm-hmm. But to treat it as a it becomes a bit of a running gag, doesn't it? That no one remembers the Christmas before. Uh, I mean, there is there is a nice sequence in, um, I think it's t- Turn Left or one of Donna's episodes where her granddad, Wilf, um, he, he says, we're going out of London. I'm not staying in London for Christmas sort of thing because that's when everything always happens. Oh, right. And, yeah, and it, that was sort of a, a, a genuine reaction, I think, because she's, what does she say? She goes, oh, I had a bit of hangover. <laughs> right, yeah. okay. All right. Well, 
Next, right, we've got that reception. They go to the yes. reception, which is going on. We get slayed. We get slayed. We have a reception, and it goes on and oh, no, on no. and on. And I've got written here, isn't this a science fiction show? Yeah, this, this, this is... This this belies the fact that the budget isn't really there for these Christmas specials, is it? No. Um, this it, is padding. It's not funny. Pure, yeah. pure, pure padding. Yet again, it's not funny. I don't care. And it doesn't make sense because later on we find out that Lance is in league with the Empress, isn't he? You yeah. know? And they want the Huon particles that are inside Donna, right? Yes. Okay. So, but oh, they've none got of Donna. This plot, none of this plot holds together. Well, the, the question I've got here is... These robot Santas have got remote-controlled Christmas trees. Yeah. Right? Why have they put remote-controlled Christmas trees at the reception when... I mean, what was the plan going to be? If she hadn't disappeared and arrived in the TARDIS, what well, what, what, what was the yeah. plan? What was he going to do? Well, he, well, well, none of this makes sense, do we? So we find out that... Spoiler. We find out that um, her fiancé is in on this. Um, we find out that... He's been feeding her liquid, whatever energy it is, over six months because it has to be gradually introduced yes. into a body. <clears throat> Even though two minutes later they just force feed him it and it's fine. Yes, yeah. Um, so he then says, "She says, why did you, why did you agree to marry me?" And he says, "Because uh, I didn't want you to lose interest and go away." Despite the fact we've seen. We've seen the flashbacks to this, and he desperately doesn't want anything to do with her mm. because we need the audience to think, you know, he's not. So that doesn't make sense. Um, then, like you say, so they're getting married on Christmas Eve. Mm -hmm. Now you know this. You know this story was never meant to be a Christmas special because they know this is madness. Because someone says, "Why are you getting married on Christmas Eve? Why not?" It's mm. it's it's a, no one gets married on Christmas Eve, do they? No. And no one then holds their. Who's going to a reception, a, a wedding reception, Christmas Eve night? Mm. Doesn't make any sense. The 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 killer Santas turn up, like you say. They've got floating bombs. They've got killer Christmas trees. Yep. Um, but they want her alive. Yes. And the whole point of him marrying her was so that he had access to her. But he's marrying her on the night that. They're going to drain and kill her anyway. Yeah, the Empress has arrived. Sense. Yeah. So, <clears throat> so, so, yeah. I, no, you can I, understand if, if it was in like six months' time and he has to marry her so he can keep an eye on it, that makes sense. But literally, they were going to drain her tonight anyway. Yes, yeah. I guess, I guess the plan for the you know, remote control killer Christmas trees yeah. then is they were going to abduct her, take Donna at the reception. So that's why the trees are there. But then, that, I mean, that's a stunning backup plan because they were going to abduct her by getting her in the, the taxi. Hmm. So, but they she only got in the taxi because she missed the wedding. But I so don't. So why know. was the taxi there? Who's controlling all these robots? Oh, I, don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Because it's just the Empress. She's the only one <laughs> yeah, on her ship, isn't there. she? Yeah. She and her robots. But we yeah. have robots. High, obtaining taxis. We have yeah. robots playing, you know, on the, on the street corner. Yeah. Their music because they and didn't stuff know like that. that she would be there. No, but she wanders onto that high street, and there's 
the buskers, the, yes. the robot buskers. And a taxi driver. And a taxi driver ready waiting for it. How did they know? Because if, if she hadn't gone to the TARDIS and met the Doctor, yep. the abduction would have taken place at the reception. Yes. You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Which sort of makes sense, but then why have they rigged it to be so dangerous there? Well, unless it was they were going to take her away from reception and then kill everyone there. So there was no witnesses. Yeah, but but what do they care about witnesses? Yeah, Nobody's going to find them. They're literally going to eat the entire population starting tonight. What yes. difference does it make? Yeah. Oh, no, no, I think no. we're putting too much thought into it. Don't think about it. Yeah, yeah, don't think about it. Because, yeah, I mean... Have some more Christmas pudding, come on. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's what they're playing yeah, on. Yeah. Everyone's, Everyone's drunk, drunk. Or, or stuffed. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's when her ship arrives, this cobwebby yeah. star ship Which, arrives. Luckily, it's a Christmas star, isn't it? It's it so is. Yeah. And, and we only see a bit of her. We see her from the back and Who we see her cobwebs? teeth. Why I guess she did. Yeah. And, she went outside the spaceship. Yeah. Hmm. And and we hear her a bit as well. Yes. All right. Yeah. I'm withholding get, comment until we yes. see her properly. Well, until we see her. But we get we start to get the sinking feeling that this may be a comedy villain. Doesn't, yes. Doesn't because dialogue. of what she's saying <coughs> and the way she's saying it. Yes. Um, so they go to where Donna works, and it's an office run by Torchwood. Well it's, well, it's an office whose only client is Torchwood. That's isn't it? right, so, yeah. So it's a, a, a basically a security office. Again, this doesn't really make much sense. So, so they've taken over. They've they've chosen Donna and um, what is a uh, the guy's name? Lance. Lance. But Donna yeah. and Lance. They've chosen these people because they work in the office that has the set of keys or the combination to get under the Torchwood base. Yep. Which she's already in, so yep. I don't I don't quite know what what's going on there. Um, again, doesn't make a lot of sense, but it's nice to see Torchwood. Because I, I add a little, yay, Torchwood. Yep, yep, that's all right. They go to this secret basement though, and then they yep. travel on uh, segways. Segways, yes, the the classic segway scene. Yes, um, classic. Um, yeah. It's just not funny, despite the music no. telling us it's funny, because we've got that bloody stupid comedy music again. Well, the trouble is as well. It's, it starts off and they're, they're sort of happy doing it. And you think, that's good. And then they, they overdo it. So they go into sort of fake guffawy laughing. Yeah. Um, and then, like, say, you get the music going up. Going, it's a little comedy scene, isn't it? No. And it's like, oh. Now, I'm, I was trying to cast my mind back. Were, were segways really new at this point? I think were we they me- were. Were we meant to go, oh, my God. This is Because now future. you look at it and go, oh. Yeah. I never yeah. see the point of it either because it's like they're going slower than they could gently trot yes you know. so what's the point of it yeah. yeah what's the point and they travel to the flood barrier don't they the Thames yes. barrier and um, and that's when we find out she's got Huon particles inside her and here we yes. go bloody 10th doctor all shouty bulging eyes he yeah. rightly gets a slap you know yeah. he, he deserves a slap yeah this is nice that and again this is what I mean by this is almost like real people reacting to, doc, the, to the doctor, how they would react. Yeah. So he, he's doing all this. Oh, my God, look at him. Rah, rah, rah. And she just slaps him once. It's like, yes. <laughs> well done, I've, I've been at conventions where you'll have, you know, somebody, you know, approach, a, you know, a, a comic book artist or a writer and start yeah. going off on one in just this manner. Yeah. And it's just quite uncomfortable. You know? yeah. <laughs> I, 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 w- I wouldn't want to hang around. I really wouldn't. I, I've never enjoyed this part of Tennant's performance of the the 
the gosh wonder or excitement acting. Yeah. I don't, it, I just don't, it doesn't do anything for me. I don't know why fans like it, but it just doesn't, it's not realistic. As, as soon as he starts, you're sort of, oh. like yeah. with the werewolf in it, when he sees the werewolf and he goes into overactive. I yeah. like the bit where he says, oh, aren't you beautiful? Excellent. Leave it at that. Move on. No, he's then got to go into breathless yeah. enthusiasm. Yeah. And and unfortunately, you know, my, my memory of the 10th Doctor is mainly that, yeah. the same with the breathlessness of the 5th Doctor. Yeah. But hopefully this uh, podcast will uh, make me really reevaluate as we go along. Hopefully it will. Or, or we've just chosen poorly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I do like the next bit, though. I like the line, you know, about... Because they find this whacking great big hole, which yeah. is going to go down to the centre of the earth. Um, and Donna says, well, there's dinosaurs down there. Yeah. You know, because she's seen it in a film. That, yeah. of course, is... Journey to centre of the earth. Yeah. yeah. Or at the earth's core. At the earth's core, yeah. With Peter Cushing, i.e. Yeah. The Doctor. The Doctor, <laughs> yeah. And uh, Caroline Monroe, of course. Indeed. Now... Right, so, so this, ju- so Peter Cushing exists in this world, in this timeline. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. in this universe, Peter Cushing. Yeah, well, this does there. fit in. This does fit in with uh, um, Moffat's idea, wasn't it? That that in this universe, the Cushing films exist, and that was that was Ian and Barbara trying to tell the story. Yes, and it was which I think is a bit of a stupid. Uh, rationale, but this fits with it, I suppose. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Later on, we find out that at the center of the Earth, you've got yeah. a, a Ragnar spaceship. Am I the only one that thinks it's dodgy that it's the center of the Earth? But the center of the Earth is a huge, great ball of magma. Yeah, well, it, they sort of hand wave that away, don't they? Because the doctor says that. It's worse, isn't it? And then it's like, haha, no, it's not. But yeah. It's a bit, it's a bit silly. I, I think it would have been better. I suppose they couldn't have done the flying back to see the Earth being formed. But wouldn't it have been better if this was just a spaceship buried under London in a Quatermassy way? Well, yeah, it being the centre of the Earth, are we led to believe that hole that we see actually travels at the bottom yep. of there is the spaceship? Well, it doesn't make any sense there because they say it's something like seven thousand miles or something, don't they? Yeah, down. But then. When they when he, they she drops him down or whatever, it's like you see it instantly that they start to come up. It's like that's not seven. They've just travelled seven thousand miles. Yeah, I, I know they're big spiders, but they're not yeah, that but fast. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah. none of this, none of this holds up, does it? No. But can you imagine if if in, they could have had a lovely little crater magic thing where where the ship is buried? It could be deep if you want, but it's buried under London, and it. And the reason it's happening now and that the, the Queen Ratnos has come back is because they uncovered it while doing tube work or something. That would be a nice a tie-in. Oh, yeah. wouldn't that be good? Yes, because that's the other thing. I mean, this <laughs> ship was buried how long ago? Where, where I put it down? 430. No, 4.6 billion years ago, right? Uh, well, unless you're a creationist and then 6,000. All right, okay. But she's only just arriving now... To yeah, recover it, been? you know, what's yeah, been doing? your your idea is much better. You know yeah. that uh, a signal has been sent; yeah. it's been uncovered. Yeah. It's a two thousand and one moment. The monolith is uncovered. You know, sends yeah, off yeah. a signal. That's it. it. Sends a signal. It awakens her and brings her back. She's been in suspended animation, waiting this signal. Easy to do. You only you don't even need to show anything. A couple of lines. Um, 
also, it, like I say, it, it, they they could have, if they didn't want to do that, they could have done a thing why, the reason they wanted to get into Torture is because Torture is the only one with an alien laser that can go down, and they've only mm. got in there recent, something like that. But. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's at this point <coughs> that Sarah Spider arrives, doesn't she? Yes. And yeah. um, now, what do you think of this look of the I, Empress of the Ragnos? From a distance, I think it's great. It's really well done. As soon as they zoom in on her face, as much as I like her performance in this, which I didn't originally, but I did appreciate this. Um, the, fa- the face is just too shiny and looks like makeup. Mm. It doesn't really work for me, the face close up. But from a distance, yeah, I think the body is amazing. Imagine this as the, uh, the great one. Yeah. 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 Now, my take on this, I've always liked the design. The, the, yep. the, the thing I would improve would be her extra eyes don't really look like eyes, no. you know, and, and, and they don't match her human eyes. She's got black contacts in, but the other ones are all solid yeah. black. There is I no whites to those eyes. Blinks in, didn't they? Yeah, Which but I it's not that before. apparent. I mean, if they had all no. been a contrasting color, if she had yellow eyes... You know her wouldn't it, wouldn't human great, eyes though, and other yeah, ones. If, if they'd have had given a normal, all of them would have been sort of yellow, but normalised. And every time she looked with a normalised, the other eyes they CG'd to look in the same direction. Yeah, and that so all of the eyes moved. So that would have been good. Yeah. Now, what <laughs> the big problem I've got, and I've completely forgotten this completely. I don't remember any of it apart from you know that that chase on the motorway came back to me. Yeah. Is I mean. I like Sarah Parrish. I think she's a really good actor. She's a good actress, okay. yeah. But the way she speaks, her continual grinning and mugging... She's uh, doing comedy. She's doing acting. comedy. Yeah. And <clears throat> you've just said there you quite like her in it. I don't. I think, I, think, I, yeah. I, I think it's a complete misfire on Sarah Parrish's part. I think she's doing that thing that you've said many a time where people appear in Doctor Who. We usually talk about Classic Who when we're doing it. And they decide to go OTT yep. and ham it up, and I think that's oh, I, exactly I think that's what she's definitely doing. The case, because well, I, I I enjoyed it this time, but for the wrong reasons. I enjoyed it as a comedy performance. I thought, oh, okay, this is is taking the Mickey. Blah, blah, blah. I remember hating her performance the first time round because of that very same reason. Mm. So I I think that's a case of you know we were saying a little bit earlier about di- you know distance and time yeah. changes your perception. So now I don't really care that it's not serious because I know what's coming later yeah, on. Um, so I, I sort of watched it as a, is it an enjoyable performance if you're not a fan or something? And it, yeah, I think she does. She's going for comedy and it is, it, it's sort of quite comedic and it quite works. I like her little asides with Lance and the, the fact that they're almost like a, you know, it, that Lance has been cheating on Donna with this woman and it, it's played like that. I, I quite like that. I can see why I didn't like it the first time. <laughs> Because it's taking the Mickey, isn't it? It's can I can I take you back two episodes ago? Two episodes yeah. ago, we were talking about Ratcliffe, weren't we? Yes. This, and, yeah. This and is... one of the questions there was, how did the alien make contact with this Londoner? Yeah. All right. This how is did worse, she's only just arrived yeah. at Earth? How has she managed to contact Lance and get him on her side? Well, this is even more because we were saying, how did Ratcliffe? How did how did Ratcliffe meet with a young girl in a machine with a crash helmet? Pos- with a crash helmet on, and thought this is this is this is legit. This will this will mm. work for me. Yeah, can you? So, I she must be very persuasive on the phone, mustn't she, the Ratcliffe's queen? Because, like you say, they, they must have met before, 
but she has only just arrived. Yeah. But they've been doing this plan for at least the last six months. Yes. So, yeah, how did this... Did she phone up uh, that that place? A temping agency or for for villains, alien buddies. Yeah. It doesn't make a lot of sense, does it? Another thing, another massive question I've got is, she doesn't seem to be telepathic or anything like that, no. does she, the Empress? No, you certainly get no idea right. about that. So, so she, she obviously is doing things manually, but she's got spikes instead of hands. Yeah. How, did, how does she operate or do anything if you've just got spikes for hands? Um, I, I, I think it's also... Because cause you, could, you could say, like, she could operate a phone, couldn't she? She could press a button, hopefully. <laughs> <coughs> but how is she doing anything, being so big and spidery? Because mm. unless, at least, I suppose at least they didn't go down the, um, the perception filter thing. Um, see, I, again, they could have written something in where she hypnotizes people, and that's how she's hypnotized Lance. That's why he's not frightened, and he's acting a bit silly. But they don't, yeah, how has she persuaded him to do it? Because doesn't he say, uh, she's going to show me out there, she's going to show, once you've, yeah. once you've experienced it. So, what a weird conversation that must have been. Hello, is that Lance? Yeah. Um, I'm the but, Empress. Yeah, I, I, you, won't, you won't know me, um, but I'm a huge <laughs> spider queen um, from another galaxy, and uh, I can take you on my spaceship once we've destroyed the Earth. And, and he's gone, yeah, okay. Yeah, all right then. You know? Yeah, yeah. I'm bored, and it'll be alright. If she's got spikes instead of hands, how does yes. she make these robots? Well, these I don't think she made these robots, did she? Because these robots... Aren't they the same pilot fish from the last Christmas special with See, David Tennant's first one? I don't um, know. I don't, yeah, so, I don't remember, so, the, so I don't know. These are, meant to be, these are meant to be like almost mercenary robots, so you can... All right. you, you can use it. It doesn't quite hold up, but there's a lot of hand-waving that... Yeah, so I imagine she's just... She's phoned up because she, you know, she's good on the phone. She's phoned up the local <laughs> robot supply shop and hired these things. She's not made them. She does everything by phone. That's what yes. you're saying. I think that's, I think that's what she does. She does everything by phone. Do you think it's a '70s style phone, the one that you put your finger in, you turn one, yeah. it around, a rotary <laughs> one? Yeah. Yeah. If we saw the controls for the spaceship, they would all be like rotary phones. I think they'd have to be. Yeah. Because because I don't think I don't think she'd be very good at pressing buttons. You said earlier, you know, about where has she been? You know, yeah. where's she been? She, is, she arrives now at this trying, point, trying but where has get, she been? Trying to get the BT to install her phone, probably. <laughs> it takes a while now. Because yeah. the Doctor thinks they're extinct. The yeah. Ragnos yeah. were extinct. Um, well, he well, says... We, we, like you say, we see that they're at least... The last Ragnos ship was... Even though it's not the last, because she's got one that looks exactly the same. But the last Ragnos were when the Earth was formed 4.3 million billion years ago, whatever mm. it was. Um, and the, the Doctor yeah, says, almost, he almost treats it as like they're a myth, isn't it? It's like they've been extinct for so long. Yeah. They're a, they're a thing. Yeah, what has she been doing? Yeah. Yeah. It's, that, that, Sat in the, the web somewhere. Yes, it? yes. Dialing. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. They're, apparently, they're an ancient race that uh, that ate, that would eat anything. Yeah. And the fledgling empires of the universe went to war with Arachnos, and she's the sole survivor of her. You know. Yeah. I don't. It, it doesn't. Again. Do you know? Do you know what I think this is? Is that this this is a Christmas special that's made up from lots and lots of discarded ideas from other shows. So I think they've gone. Oh, we've got a CGI model for 
a big spider. Oh, yeah, we were going to do that in the Spider Queen episode. Yeah, we could use that. We've got those suits left over, the Christmas ones from last yeah, year. Oh, yeah, they, they'll, they'll do. Oh, we've got the Torchwood set that we're building for Torchwood. Oh, yeah, yeah, we could say it. I, that's what I think this is. This is a, a hodgepodge. They've created the story around what they've had. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's the only way to explain it, really. Otherwise... By God, they must have been on a right bender when they uh, <laughs> did the script meetings. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right about the whole comedy yeah. thing, you know, because yeah. throughout all this, I mean, I've got written down here, stop your open mouth grinning, stop acting like a witch. And she is, she's playing yeah. it like she's a witch out <laughs> yeah. of a fairy tale or something. It's pantomime again, isn't it? It's pantomime. Yeah. Christmas tradition well, it's Christmas, of yeah. shit acting. Yes. <laughs> and... Uh, I've also got here Catherine Tate is good when she realises Lance yeah. is uh, yeah, she's is on the Empress's side. Yeah, I'm glad I'm glad you're coming around to Catherine Tate. Yeah, yeah, in this Donna one I am. Yeah. In this one, um, yeah, and the Doctor takes her 4.6 billion years into the past where yeah. the Earth hasn't formed yet, and you see a Ragnos ship arrive, looking just like uh, a ship from Krypton from the first Superman yeah. film. I thought all crystally, it's not cobwebby like the empresses and uh, yeah and it attracts the earth around it so basically the rachnos created the earth yes yeah so they they were looking to hide out after losing whatever war they were doing um and hid in the uh, the accretion disk that the earth was formed from and because that it was a higher mass it used gravity and it attracted all the other stuff and formed the planet so mm. without them Earth would not have been. Earth wouldn't exist. Yeah. In which case, the Empress should be taking the stance of this planet is mine. You know, we created it. You are all yeah. mine. That's yeah, the stance and, she and should the be taking. And the Doctor should take that stance as well because he was all for the bloody Silurians, weren't he? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. She's yeah. she's even older than the Silurians. Yeah. yeah. So ta- this, is this the episode that goes back to furthest for us? On our it list? is. Yeah. Four point six billion years is is a long years. way. Yes. Um, Another thing I don't like about sometimes where we get in Doctor Who and all sorts of things where you have time travel is they've gone back in time to 4.6 billion yes. years ago. Meanwhile, in you know 2006, Lance is being sacrificed, but both events happen concurrently. So even yeah. though they're 4.6 billion years in the past, they're pulled back to 2006 when Lance is chucked down the hole. Yeah, well, that's the Blinovich limitation effect, isn't it? Oh, is the it? The Doctor can't can't go back in his own, except when he can and it's needed. But yeah, because you're right. Because why why wouldn't he just go back to the day before? Yeah. Give Torchwood a ring. Yes. Yeah. 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 And uh, everyone in London sees the spider yes. spaceship star thing in the sky, and it starts opening fire. Of course, this is going to be forgotten, like you say, the following oh, yeah, year. Um. And publicity doc- stunt act. Yeah. And the Doctor does what, you know, the Doctor did before. Uh, the Ninth Doctor did last week. He, he, he tells the Empress he can find her and yeah. her kind of planet um, and, and take you somewhere else. He, he did it last week with the Gelf, didn't part, he? Yeah, part of me would want to see a story where the villain goes, yeah, all right, that's nice. Okay, yeah, I'll take you up on that, mate. Yeah. Well, cancels everything. And you go, hurrah. Yeah. And David Tennant's good now because he's yeah. dropped all the all the OTT clowning around a bit because he mentions Gallifrey, and uh, you know the Empress says, "Oh yeah, you know you you murdered the Ragnar." So yeah, yeah. Um, the Time Lords or Gallifrey, they were part of this, you know, 
ancient yes. fledgling empires as well. Yeah, they got rid of them because they're spider-phobic. Presumably. Yeah. The Doctor's got a remote control, right? <coughs> He's yeah. got this oh, remote a remote, con- yeah, yeah. A, a remote control thing that, that controls ball bombs. Yes. And it's a robot that's a, deactivator. That's a phrase I never thought ball I'd hear you say. Yeah. The Doctor's got a remote control that controls ball bombs. The thing that annoys me as well is I'm pretty certain they made this prop out of the um, the Dalek remote control from the toy. What, the toy playable. one? Yeah, yeah, the gold one. Because it looks amazingly familiar. Yes, it does, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. And, and yeah, he, he, he blows up the side of the tunnel and the yep. Thames starts coming in and, and, and flooding the hole. Yes. And thereby I, killing all the other retinos yeah. that are down there. But they start dying almost immediately, despite the fact they're 7,000 miles away. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, 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 em- there's, a, there's a speed that things dropped. Well, it's the maximum speed they'll yes. terminal velocity. So that water's not travelling that fast. Nope. And there's no way that amount of water is going to empty the Thames, can I just say. No. Not that quickly, you know. Even with the flood barrier shut, it goes all the way up down into, what, Berkshire or somewhere like that. No, 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 no. no. Well, this is this is sort of... It's not even the amount of water they would have used in the tank in Titanic for James Cameron, is it? This is not a lot of water that they show. Well, the, the, the amount of water coming in is pretty feeble because it doesn't yeah. fill up that room, does it? No, it, it, it just comes strategic. in, goes along the floor, yeah. and goes down the hole. Do you and you're telling I mean, me that's yeah. going to empty the Thames? Do you, do you think there's some sort of sort of lame, incy-wincy spider joke going on here? Oh, would you, oh, what, and that's the spout? Yeah. In comes the water, uh, down comes the spout. Fleshy, yeah. fleshy, can't remember the rest. Probably involves killing things as all yes. children try yeah, and yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would have been very nice. I mean, the Empress teleports up to her ship. If she had dialed yes. it, she dialed yeah, it in, you know, yeah, yeah. got a little rotary out. Hold on, I'm just dialing. And meanwhile, we've got tanks on the street. That must have cost some money to get some tanks on the street. I don't know. I reckon that they probably approached the army or someone that's got a tank and said, do you want to, do you want to appear in Doc 2? And they'll go, yeah, okay. Maybe they were on a recruitment yeah. drive at yeah, the time or yeah. something. Yeah. I mean, it is nice to see, to finally see the military turn up. Yes, and it's not, un- things, it's not yeah. unit either, is it? Because no. somebody says Mr. Saxon has ordered. Yeah, yeah. Now, I don't remember much of this, but I know that oh. that's, that's the Prime Minister and that's actually the Master, isn't that's it? Correct, yeah, that's correct, yeah. Mr. Saxon um, is the Master. Oh, yeah, John, what's his uh, face? John Sims, yeah. Yes, yeah. And, yeah, the Thames has been drained, we I've didn't got, know that with many, time, many right? question marks. No, 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 it's setting up, isn't it? Um, yeah. Yeah, so... Uh, good, good little bit. Um, I, yeah, the, the, they climb up to the top and she says, oh, we've drained the Thames, and you get a terrible, terrible CGA. Yeah. In the old days, we'd have had a lovely map painting. We would have had a map painting. I've got three yeah. lot, three rows here of multiple question marks. Right, first one is Thames really? has been okay. drained, and then there's multiple question marks. Yeah. Um, and the next one says the Doctor makes it snow by pressing a button on the door frame. Yeah. Many question what? marks. <coughs> Why is? I mean, it, does he need to make it snow that often? That he's installed a snowmaking machine in a TARDIS that's just inside the door frame. Door, yeah. Yes. Oh, dear. Um, oh dear. I do I, like. I much preferred. I can't remember which Christmas special it was, but then it starts snowing, 
and the devil going, yeah, it's snowing, and the doctor goes, you realise that's the burnt up ash of the aliens. Oh, <laughs> right. Down. It's like, oh. <laughs> that's a much better idea. Catherine Tate is good at the end when she, yeah. she she turns down his offer to come along with me, and uh, but she says you've got to find someone else. You need someone with you, uh, yeah. someone to stop you, because she's rather appalled that he killed the Ragnos. Because she's where, yeah. where, 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 when he ignites it, you know she's rather you know horrified that he would just stand there and yeah. watch them all die, isn't she? Yeah, well they're screaming in in death throes, and she's saying stop it, stop it now. You've mm. shown beaten them yeah um well this this was a running theme wasn't it that the tenant doctor was was this actually this evil person and at one one slight push and he crosses the line into what, what's it time lord victorious or something it was it was rubbish right. um but it's this again this is this is a real person's reaction to because you see it on facebook all the time don't you where people post a meme and it says the doctor turns up outside your door where do you go no you don't you wouldn't go with him in, in real life this is not a life that is in any way shape or form enjoyable you're you're, you're in threat yep. every time you well you don't even have to step outside the tardis you're every day of your life you're in um in threat, aren't you? Yeah, it's it's rubbish. And she reacts in the same way. You, you must be off your out your mind. No, I can't do this every day. It's it's mad. Mm. So again, I think that I think there's a clever reality thing running through it. It's not something you can sustain for very long because, of course, it undermines the entire show. But I do like this that she says no, mm. and then yeah. she can see through that he's not particularly uh, not particularly moralistic man. No. No. So it's a nice way to end, except for my very last lot of question marks that I've got here. TARDIS takes off. The way it shoots up into the sky, Yeah, it's not a rocket. Yeah, I mean, there is classical <coughs> um, uh, sort of... Uh, what's the word? There's, there's examples of this in classic who, isn't there? Usually when it was written by Victor Pemberton, who didn't really seem to understand... What, the what, where it shoots doing. up like a Saturn V. Yeah, so, so in Tomb of the Cyberman, of course, it lands like a rocket. You don't see it, but the, the people mention it. Something just landed over there. In um, the novelization of Fury from the Deep, it takes off like a, a rocket. I think in oh, Pescatons, right. it takes off like a rocket. Yeah, for some reason, he had this idea that the TARDIS took off like a rocket. I imagine, possibly from the, uh, the very first episode, where we see the, the bird's eye view from the TARDIS, and you see it flying away. From uh, London, so there is precedent for it, uh, but right. it is a stupid idea. It is, yeah. yeah Consider yeah. the, the TARDIS exterior is meant to be just the the. It's not a ship, is it? It's it's merely the protuberance into this dimension. Yes. Of the TARDIS, which exists in a different dimension. It's yes. Not, it's not a. It's not a machine as such that. As William Hartnell said, it doesn't roll about on wheels. You know, it's <laughs> yeah, silly. Yeah, very silly. All right. Um, <coughs> well, we can do an Earth date. We can do two yeah. Earth dates, can't we? We've got the yeah. first one, and apparently it's Christmas Eve 2007. All right. Yeah. So if we put that in, it takes place a year before the 10th Doctor um, is in London for the Sontaran Stratagem. Yeah, right. All right. So it's a year before that. Yeah. And, of course, yeah, 4.6 billion years ago. Yeah. So that's the furthest that back. It, yeah. And I, I don't think anyone... Actually, no, well, um, uh, Terminus, if we do Terminus, it would, of course. Yeah, oh, Because yeah. the Doctor goes back to the Big Bang, causes it. Yeah. Oh, yes. 
Yeah, and um, oh yeah, um, Earthshock. That's that's sixty-five million years ago, isn't it? Because yeah. it's Adric dying. Yes. Um, and yes, already there. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, City of Death. You've got when yeah. life is just about uh, yes, to, yeah. to, to 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 be sparked. Yes. Yeah. No. I think I think yeah, it's second to last. This will ever be. Yeah. All right, um, the Empress then, the Empress of the Ragnos. Uh, what would you give her for a, her design out of ten? Um, I think it's a really nice. Design. I mean, it's, it's quite basic. It's a spider body with a, uh, a actress stuck into it on the top. But I think it's quite a nice design. And what we do see of the body in that is is you know, well well done and well designed. So I, I'd give this one a seven. You keep copying. Well, you keep copying me. Why do I even oh, bother I... having a calculate? Yeah, I've got seven, but I think seven. we're gonna, I think we're gonna disagree on effectiveness. All right. So. Well, I, I'm torn because do I go with effectiveness how I viewed it now, or effectiveness as because I, I think they were aiming for comedy, so it was effective as what they were aiming for. But whether that was a sensible thing or good, I don't know. Right. It, it's a difficult one. This, but. I, I I agree with you. I don't like the open mouth <laughs> type yeah. acting. I think it's a bit. It's it's very much in the pantomime mould. I mean, com- like I say again, compare it to the great one where you've just got that wonderful voice. Yes. You know, there's no camp in that, is there? That's good. Um, I'm gonna get effective. I'm gonna. I I think I can only give it a five. You know. A five. Yeah. All right. Well. <laughs> I gave it only a one. Wow, that's low. That is low, and that is because I mean, you use the word pantomime, and it and it is to me a a, a pantomime, and it doesn't match her visually. Visually, I, I I like her, you know. So do you think she's she's pulling a dead man here in in her acting? I think but so. I yeah, but I I suppose the difference is Derek Deadman. This was the best he's doing, whereas right. this certainly isn't the best that that she can do is it because this is true lots of other things she's a really good actress um yeah oh wow that is low that's low yeah so so that gives her a three an effectiveness of three right perhaps Um, they're in the caravan of doom the caravan of doom which is the jacondans and ratcliffe that's got to be a big caravan to have her in there do you think her and ratcliffe would be uh, would be comparing notes on how silly it was well no, I mean, she might recruit him. I mean, she's yeah. recruited Lance. She could recruit Ratcliffe, yeah. couldn't she? Well, he was you know? stupid enough to follow the Daleks, wasn't he? So yes, I reckon, yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you're down Adversary Street, or this avenue of uh, caravans, our final yep. adversary rating, she's got a five because she got a seven and then a three. So the average is a five, all right? So right. She, her final destination, her final caravan, she, she's sharing a caravan with only one other. Okay, it's the Empress of Ragnos with the Crotons. Wow. Well, they're robots. They true, uh, yeah. They've, they've got, they've got uh, good parts of the design and bad. So yes. yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah I, th- I think that's an can entirely imagine, appropriate one. Can you imagine a Ragnos body with a croton top half stuck on it and a brummy <laughs> accent? It, it it's better than the other way round, I suppose. Hey. True. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Can you imagine? Can you imagine um, her being just stuck on in a uh, a skirt made a of rubber old, skirt? Yeah, an old rubber sheet. Yeah, blimey. Oh dear. All, all right, behind the scenes. All right. right. Um, 
Russell T. Davis had the idea for this story right from the very beginning. Um, and, and the plan was to have it air in series two. Uh, but with the public announcement of two, sorry, two Christmas specials, and the private knowledge of Billy Piper leaving at the end of series two, um, he decided to elevate this story to the Christmas special. Right. Okay. Not introducing the new companion immediately, and and the slot that it was going to take up is that's where they put Tooth and Claw, which we've already discussed. That's where this story was going to go originally. Oh right. You see, um, the the uh, the fake banknotes that you were talking yeah. about it wasn't a marketing ploy it's legally you you oh, because right. yeah if, if if you if you make you know <laughs> uh fake banknotes that's technically illegal um right. so so they for legal reasons it. yes they had to make obviously fake banknotes for when it comes out the cash right. point okay uh, the 10 pound notes feature the doctor's face and the phrases i promise to pay the bearer on demand the sum of 10 satsumas and no second chances, I'm that sort of man. Okay? Fair enough. Uh, there are also £20 notes featuring Phil Collinson, the producer. And, and they had the phrase, there's no point being grown up if you can't be a little childish sometimes. All right? They could have put, at least put Tom on it. I guess. Yes, yeah. Um, i tell you what, the other thing is, I mean, it might not just be legally, but if you are on the street of Cardiff or wherever they filmed yep. it and you have got a wind machine blowing fake banknotes and you don't pick them all back up, they yep. could technically get blown up into the next street and people could try, you know, using forged money then. Yeah, I, I think you'd have to be, if you picked up a, a note and looked at it and had David Tennant on, I think you'd be... No, no, no. I'm saying if no, no. I'm saying if 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 you made them properly. Oh, I see what you mean. Like yes. like, like, like yeah. real ones, yeah. But then yeah. they could have easily, you know, they could have easily done them like one sided because you don't see them at all closely. No, no, no. Well, you don't see them at all, really, yeah. do you? You just see a flurry of them, don't you? Yeah. Um, it's, it's a, it is a very strange scene, to be yes, honest. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it took a total of four hours to turn Sarah Parrish into the Empress. Yeah. And uh, her scenes took three days to shoot. All right. Um, so and was she actually was she actually stuck up on top of the big spider, or was that just a small section? Yeah, no, it's a small section. I've got I've got photos. Yeah, she's oh, on, yeah. on on sort of like a gimbal sort of thing, yeah. where, where with her top half is made up, yeah. and then yeah, the rest is CGI. Yeah. Um, I can't see how this would have worked, but the climax of the. F- of it was uh, originally going to take place at Stonehenge. So, okay. so they were digging a hole in at Stonehenge. Stonehenge. Okay, but Russell T. Davis couldn't come up with a a, a good enough reason for it to be in Stonehenge. So they that rejected normally it. Normally, stop him, does it? Bro? No, no, true. No, um, I think that would have been even sillier, wouldn't it? To be yes. Honest. Yeah. But if it was buried under Stonehenge, not at the centre of the earth, but it was buried and, say, some archaeologists were trying to, you know, um, discover the secret of Stonehenge and hit yeah. it and set off a signal, Again, then a it signal, would have yeah. worked. You could have had a bit of a ringstone round Great Mass 4 um, vibe, oh, can yeah. you, where all, all the stone circles in the world, because the things in the centre are connected to that, Presumably via ley lines or something stupid. Um, yeah, you could have. They start sending that. off a signal. Yeah, they all interconnect yeah. and light up from space or something with Earth energy yeah. or something like that. Yeah. 
See, again, we're we writing it. Could have done it. Yeah, 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 I think we're 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 possibly uh, more imaginative. <laughs> yes, that's, that's it. <laughs> um, there's a book, there's a novel called Ghost in the Machine, okay, right. which uh, says that at some point in their history, the Ragnos were attacked by the Cybermen. So, uh, okay, I, I'm guessing the Cybermen were once a fledgling uh, empire as well. So, are we meant to, to think that the Cybermen have been going for billions of years? But how does that fit in with? It doesn't. No. <laughs> it doesn't because 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 originally they came from Mondas. Yeah. Uh, unless you're reading the target novelizations, and they come from Talos uh, first. But for, they either come from one or the other first. But Mondas was the Earth's twin, so it was only formed yes. at the same time as the Earth. So so they were attacked by Cybermen that came from a planet that they hadn't formed yet. Yeah. Or were we going down the modern Who route of that every civilization eventually becomes Cybermen? I don't know. I don't know. And so, the other so thing... It's rather confusing, really. Yes. There's a, there's a book, uh, the book version of uh, City of Death. Yes. Um, it says the Jagaroth came to Earth. They were actually tracking a Rachnos energy signal. Oh, dear. I... This is... This, I mean, we've, we've, this often comes up, doesn't it? This is the Star Wars principle. So... Writers and fans are so keen to tie every single thing together. Yeah. You don't have to, you know. Do your no. own thing. No. And that's all I've got. That's it. And that's all us right. done with Arachnos uh, tonight. Did, did you enjoy it? I did. I did. I've, yeah, I, I, I thoroughly I, I, enjoyed it. I went into it thinking, oh, bloody hell. Yeah. I went into it. I, t- I, I tell you this. This is my thought. I went into to it thinking, I'm going to like the Arachnos. I'm going to hate Donna. Right, yeah. but it's actually the other way round. The other way round, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't mind. Dot. Yeah, she was got a bit gobby in a couple of places, and I could have done without that. And I could certainly do without her, her terrible family and the whole wedding yeah. bit. But the it's actually the the Ragnos that was the disappointment, and, and uh, Donna yeah. was the enjoyable bit. Yeah, yeah, and and <laughs> I did that, not. Yeah, isn't that weird? And this is why I like doing this podcast, you know. Yeah. So yeah, well, we we finished watching it, and it came, it came up with the coming next season oh, and yeah. of course so Anne said oh I th- did she not immediately become the companion I was like no she answers let's watch let's watch Donna's when she com- becomes the companion we didn't because we didn't have time to do it but yeah so Anne wants to watch more of Donna's time yeah, so I think right, yeah right. I, I, Job I done. think she works she works as a companion okay I think she's possibly my favourite companion of New Who I, I enjoy her performances the most. Well, let's chart this as we go yeah. along, then. Okay. Yeah. All right. Oh yeah, because okay. we do fa- we do Doctor thing. We should do we should do companion. All right. Uh, thing. Yes, definitely. Yeah. All right. We'll we'll do that for next time. Okay. I'll yes. get it all set up for next time. Okay. And we'll have a rating system for the companions that we've uh, discussed so and then, far. And then once um once we've done all the stories, we can do an episode where we play top trumps with the companions. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right okay so yeah well yeah. Th- very good idea you will do that with companions so what what companion are we talking about next time then Ian? so you've got ne- to make your yeah. announcement haven't you yeah so next time we're i don't know i don't know whether you've seen this or, or whether you'll get it so let's let's throw a little few clues your way right. so the companion is clara okay which is probably i can't remember what he didn't did he travel with anyone else other than clara i don't know um it's it's a Quatermass sort of pastiche stroke uh, copy. 
Hang on, hang on, hang on, Ian, Ian. He didn't travel with anyone other than Clara. Did he? I can't remember. Oh, no, Amy Pond. You're right. Yes. (laughs) I'm thinking he doesn't... We we, we haven't jumped to Peter Capaldi all of a sudden, have we? No, 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 it's Matt Smith next week, isn't it? I I got confused. I'm not... Not really a fan. All right, so this is a Clara <coughs> Matt Smith. Clara Matt Smith. Right. Ba- it, it was it sort of inspired by Quite a Mass Experiment and the Stone Tape. So it's both things you should be uh, familiar with. It involves ghosts. Uh, it's not oh, ringing not any bells. It, it? No. no. It's the episode Hide, and the character we're looking at is the Crooked Man. I don't See, even I, know the name of that not? story. Oh, right. I oh, might have given be up really because there were times, you know, where I would rather have a yeah. bath on a Saturday night than watch Doctor <laughs> Who, and it, wow. this may well be one of them. Right. Oh, oh. This will be interesting because I remember this This one was one of the, the higher points of the latter Matt Smiths for me, and it'll be interesting to see whether it stands up. All right. Um, but, yeah, yeah, it's called, it's called Hyde. I, think, I, I hope you'll like it. And 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 the adversary is called what? It's called the Crooked Man. The Crooked Man. Yeah, I won't. I won't say anything else because it's. I don't think I've seen it plot. because if if there are, you know, overtures to uh, quite a mess. Yeah. I would have remembered it if I'd seen yeah. it. Oh, so it might be a brand new one. For this you. might be a brand new Doctor Who for me. Oh, that's good because it's Matt Smith. It means I don't have to go out and buy it because yeah, uh, you know it's on. All, they're all on Netflix. Yeah. So, all right, the Crooked Man. The Crooked Man. All right. Okay. All right. Well, that's what we've got next week then. Brilliant. We won't hide away from it. <laughs> all right. Okay. All right, listener. On that. On that hilarious, uh, <laughs> you, you know, joke. Let's call it. Uh, uh, an evening, yeah. shall we? Let, let, let's slope off and lay in front of an open fridge. Yes, because <laughs> oh, it's boy. got. It seems warmer now than when we started this. I, I, I I'm sure I'm as red as a ragnos. There's a saying for oh, you. I'm as red, red as, as a ragnos. That's good, yeah. yeah, that's yeah, a t-shirt yeah. in itself. Yes, there you go. All right, okay, listener, join us next time. All right. Nice one. See you, Ian. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye bye.